Shaking everybody. You're listening to a continuation of a special <laughs> bonus episode of Improv Tabletop, the show that usually does actual play stuff, but this time it's all Sonic, baby. Yee. I am Ned Wilcock, your host and person who does a lot of reading out of a book. Today I'm joined by <laughs> Christian Randall, full of rings, Connor Wood, Sega Whisperer. Everybody, Ooh. it's time to get back into the world of Metal City Mayhem. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we left off on kind of an interesting situation. So the last time on, on Sonic Metal City Mayhem, <laughs> uh, we discovered that all of our friends were missing. We went into this big old metal city where everything was maybe a machine, but maybe a building or maybe both at the same time. Uh, we went off in search of our friends. We ran into a rat named Boombox. We saved his girl friend dancer along with our friend not Artie Lightfoot that's the SNES game Johnny Lightfoot <laughs> I think something like that uh, we also saved Joe Sushi the Walrus and Tux the Penguin so we've done a pretty good job here but gosh dang it Robotnik came in at the last minute and ruined our fun uh, we did manage to get in one egomatic hit on him before we had to run away. But now we've got all of Metal City Mayhem. We've got Metal Metal City ahead of us. <laughs> I'm sure there will be mayhem, but the name of the place is just Metal City. We've got all of Metal City ahead of us, and we're going to see what happens now with Sonic because Tails went off with everybody else. We're all alone in this right now. Solo we, Sonic. Solo Sonic indeed. We decided that we were going to head off in the building that's shaped like a star. So we start at section 193. The building has a very odd layout, as far as Sonic can tell. It's not square or rectangular like most buildings in Robotropolis. It's got five arms, like the arms of a star. Surprise, surprise. It's called Robotropolis? I thought it was Metal City. That's true. Gosh, <laughs> dang it. It is Robotropolis. Lose hope all ye who enter here. That goes double for hedgehogs or something like that. Man. The first and only loophole. <laughs> plot hole. Yes, the only time this story has not uh, quite stood up to close scrutiny. <laughs> All right, so the building is like a large star. There are bronze robots working on all of them, putting in devices that make it look as though this place is a huge machine in the shape of a building. The work must be just starting because the robots haven't constructed a metal floor around the building. It's still grass and dirt. That means, thinks Sonic, that the finished thing is going to be enormous. He looks at the ground. In front of him are huge tank treads as if made by a bulldozer or a tank. Sonic walks around the building. Finally, he sees the entrance, a big set of rivet-studded double doors. At the same moment as the pack of silver robots guarding the doors see him, Sonic recognizes their cartridges as the egg terminate type, and his heart sinks into his red trainers. Does Sonic stay and attack the robot horde, run towards the city gates, or dodge into the depths of the city to shake off his pursuers. Ugh, they're forcing our hand by using that word. I guess we gotta run. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, we're gonna run towards the city gates, page 16. The city gates are just as vast as the last time Sonic saw them. They're also just as closed. <laughs> Sonic notices that the walls on the inside aren't vertical. They're at a slight slope like a very steep ramp. If Sonic wants to sprint up the walls trying to get out, turn to 72, if he wants to run over to the big star-shaped building he saw earlier, turn to 193. If he wants to look for his other friends in the city, turn to 257. Okay, well, forget that last one, but they they want us to pick between running and sprinting. 
It's a difficult decision. It is. My gut instinct tells me that sprinting is more intense than just running. Yeah. We haven't sprinted in a while. Let's We got to sprint. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to try and sprint up the walls. Page 72. Sonic looks up at the wall. It's awfully high, but he'll try anything right now. The wall hasn't been built that can defeat Sonic the Hedgehog, he mutters. Puts his head down and races at it. Says the guy who failed to climb up a wall during the very last episode. Yeah, come on, man. This exact same wall just from the other side. His trainers hit the smooth metal and he feels the ground drop away beneath him, but concentrates all his energy on his running. Concentrate. Get higher. Concentrate. He begins to slow down, but Sonic knows he can make it. Suddenly, a burst of bird song breaks his concentration. He misses a step, loses his rhythm, and starts to slip back. He glances over his shoulder to find what made the noise, and sees his friend Flicky the Bluebird in a cage hanging from a huge crane. Then he loses his footing for good and tumbles back down to the bottom of the wall. Sonic can go help Flicky, or he can go and look at the star-shaped building that he saw earlier. Didn't Flicky just trip us? Yeah, yeah that I'm guy pretty sucks. angry at Flicky right now. <laughs> he can he can hang out in his cage. <laughs> However, does Flicky owe us seven bucks? Is the big question. <laughs> Well, he does now. <laughs> that's our that's our going rate for saving people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I feel, and this is just a hunch, like we may need to go towards that star-shaped building. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. It looks important. Yeah. Flicky's going to be although, fine. He's nimble. Although it's mm -hmm. going to try and tell us to run away again, we have to fight that instinct because otherwise we're just going to keep going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give Flicky the bird and we'll just head back to the building. Yeah, we will. He's a double bird now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Page 193. Okay, we see all of the robots. They've got the exterminate cartridges. Do we want to attack the robot horde or dodge into the depths of the city to shake off our pursuers? I say we fight. I want to yeah. get into this star-shaped building. Yeah, they probably got some cool stuff in here. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can get some exterminate cartridges from these guys. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then I stick it in my quills, and then I can exterminate people. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Sonic will have to fight all six robots? Yeah, oh, he boy. will. I didn't know there were six robots. How, do we still want to fight these guys? I'm no coward. Okay. <laughs> we're going to fight six robots uh, in order to escape, and the eggs terminate program means these metal maniacs won't give in easily. We'll have to use our speed to beat them, and each robot has a rating of seven. Ooh, That's not bad. We, we have a plus five speed. We can do we this. We can do this. So we got to beat six robots. Let's uh, start with Christian. Uh, we're going to have three rolls from you. All right. As long as they don't roll a one, we're fine, I think, right? That is correct. First roll is a five. One robot down. That was close. Next one's a four. Okay. Ooh, and the next one's a four. We're set. <laughs> okay. So that's three robots down. Connor, give us the remaining three. Yeah, We got a... Oh, we got a one. No, Oh, my Connor, gosh. No. I okay, okay, however, <laughs> however, we have five rings. Yes. When Sonic is hit by an enemy or a trap, one of two things can happen. If he is carrying rings, he loses them all. And must try to get past the enemy or trap again. So we're going to lose our five rings. Okay, Connor, just don't do that twice. Okay. <laughs> hey, yeah. I didn't. We got a two. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that, that robot's down. We just got two more. Yeah. A three. Okay. All right. And One last robot. A six, boys. <gasps> oh, thank Ending goodness. on a solid hit. <laughs> okay. We kill all six of these robots. If Sonic wins, he dusts himself down and looks around. Suddenly, he hears a snatch of bird song. 
Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Suddenly he hears a snatch of birdsong, the first time he's heard anything like that since he entered the city. I think that <sighs> is incorrect. <laughs> it sounded just like his friend Flicky the Bluebird. Wait. Sonic can look around to see where Flicky is, or nope. he can head back towards the city gates. That's it? Those are... What? I beat all these guys and I can't even go into the building? Uh, hacks. I'm calling hacks. This game is broken. Okay. Well, okay. Well, Let's look for Bird. Maybe Bird is in building and then we can go in building. Can we contact yeah. the devs? We, we've let... <laughs> Uh, there's a bug on page 99 of your book. Yeah, come on. You guys got to patch this. It's been like, what, 30 years? <laughs> yeah. Basically. Okay. I'm going to go to page 83. We've, we've, we've got out some of our pent-up aggression because Flicky broke our concentration. So now we can talk to him. Sonic looks up to see Flicky in a round cage suspended from a huge crane which towers over the city. Hmm. Sonic can just see his friend, but the sound of his birdsong is unmistakable. At the moment, it sounds almost mournful. Sonic can shout up to Flicky, try to climb up a crane to reach him, or knock down the crane with a supersonic spin attack. That sounds like the fastest way to get him out of there. Yeah. Yeah, he can fly. He'll be fine. Yeah. Turn to page 120. Ooh, there's a picture of a Sega Game Gear on this page. Oh, yes. We got one of the cheat codes. Yeah. Sonic backs away, carefully measuring his run-up. From above, he can hear Flicky's agitated voice calling out, but he knows best. After all, he is Sonic the Hedgehog, and no <laughs> bird is going to tell him how to rescue it. <laughs> After all, Flicky, you ruined our concentration earlier, so we're going to do this how we want. <laughs> he starts the run-up, hits top speed at exactly the right moment, and hits the crane's main support with a thunderous crash. It shakes and gives way under the weight of the crane. Sonic dodges back just as the huge structure tips and topples, falling faster and faster until it hits the ground with a crash that shakes the city, smashes three buildings, yeah. and squashes 16 robots. Holy cow. Nice. <laughs> Flicky's round cage hits the ground, breaks its chain, and rebounds up into the air. It bounces twice before the tough bars crack, and a bruised but battered Flicky flutters weakly out. You're welcome. <laughs> Some friend you are, he exclaims. <laughs> Next time you try one of your heroic rescues, think for a second first. Some of us only have one life, you know. Noob, get three. <laughs> yeah, dude. With that, he flicks his wings and flies up over the city wall and back toward the green hill zone. It looks like Sonic really blew that one. <laughs> Whatever, nope. we saved him. <laughs> we got Flicky out. I don't have to use that voice anymore, so I think that's a win. We're I count to that page as total win. Yeah, we just got ourselves three new lives. <laughs> page 103. Sonic turns the corner, and there is Boombox holding some rolled up papers. Oh, it's you, he says. I was wondering when you'd turn up. Look, I was tunneling, and I found these. They're blueprints of Robotropolis, like maps or plans of the whole city. Take a oh, look. That's what blueprints are. Yeah, says Boombox, <laughs> who apparently doesn't think we know what blueprints are. <laughs> Admittedly, 1993, we wouldn't yeah, know what blueprints I would not have known. I would have been <laughs> less than a year old. Sonic and Boombox spread the papers out on the ground and study them. Does Sonic A, look at the layout of the star-shaped building, B, look for the city's power source, or C, just browse through the plans? D, eat a chili dog. <laughs> eat a chili dog and run. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm pretty fo focused on that star-shaped building. Yeah, let's check that out. All right. Page 172. The star-shaped building is at the center of the plans, so it must be important. It has a big, heavily guarded door. Not anymore. <laughs> but Sonic notices there's a back way in. It leads from a kind of pipe or tunnel through several rooms to the central area, which, according to the blueprints, has no ceiling and is full of scientific equipment. 
Sog tries to work out what else might be there, but the plans aren't that clear. Any ideas? He asks Boombox. Sorry, dude, not a clue, replied the rat. I'm not too keen on the science stuff. I grew up in a laboratory and it scarred me for life. Literally. Okay. Okay, <laughs> children's book. <laughs> Sonic just... can either look for the city's power source on the plans or just browse through them looking for other clues. I guess the power source. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why, why, why am I not running? Why have I stayed still for this long? <laughs> Dude, yeah, we, we tried to get into that star-shaped building. We beat the robots. We're looking at the plants. We found a way into the star-shaped building because apparently we couldn't go through the front even though we killed all the bad guys. <laughs> no, It's like, don't worry. You can Ugh. sneak around. You don't have to fight those guards. Okay. Pro gamer yeah. move, guys. We didn't get any rings from the robots. We didn't get any exterminate cartridges from the robots. Oh gosh, it was a it was a bit of a blunder. Yeah, but you know what? We're gonna we're gonna see if we can find that power source for this city. We're gonna turn to page two seventy four. I love that page. <laughs> I hope I love this page. <laughs> Sonic spots the symbol for the power cables and traces them through the city. They spread out like the roots of a tree, but all of them lead back to one place: the central open chamber of the star-shaped building in the center of the city. Uh, As if we didn't already know that. Uh, Come on, let me run. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> now, starring Eric Andre as Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> There's no sign of what is creating the power there. Sonic can look at the star-shaped building on the plans or he can browse through them. Okay, we have soft-locked ourselves, it seems, so I guess we have to browse. <laughs> yeah, we have one last option, the most boring-sounding option that apparently know, is the seriously. one that's going to help us get through this game. Sonic looks over all the plans and notices a small box in one corner labeled Robot Statistics. He reads it carefully. Bronze Robots. Workers, Minor Guards. Total, 2,775. Silver Robots. Overseers and Soldiers. Total, 194. Gold robots, special patrol duties. There are only two of these guys. And then there's one platinum robot, all details classified. Well, those numbers are a little inaccurate now because we done nerfed them, especially when we dropped a crane on a bunch. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> that great. That is true. We got 16 of them. Yeah, we've got 16 <laughs> plus six, plus at least like two or three others. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely taken out a few more earlier. Yeah. Not to mention the two randos we met in the field at the very beginning. That's true. So we're doing a pretty good job over here. Golden Platinum Robots, says Boombox. They're new. I haven't come across any of them before. Nor me, says Sonic. <laughs> Nor me. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's basically just calling the rat a normie. <laughs> yeah. Sonic yeah, normie, so says Sonic. Sonic was a normie kind of guy. What? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Sonic is trying to remember if he's beaten more than 194 silver robots and deciding that he probably hasn't. I wonder what they're like. <laughs> I mean... Possibly, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> the ground trembles and something in a nearby street revs its powerful engine. Boombox looks at Sonic. I've got no idea, he says, but I think we're about to find out. Does Sonic dash into the road to see what's there, hide around a corner and watch as it goes past, or climb onto a nearby building for a better view? Somebody said the magic word. Dash. We're going all the way back to page two. Oh, yes. page two is just like you die. End of game. <laughs> Probably. Sonic dashes round the corner at high speed and straight into the path of the thing in the road. His first guess is that it's some kind of giant gold hedgehog, probably a cousin of his because it's covered in spikes and spines and pointy bits. <laughs> then most of the pointy bits swivel towards him and he realizes that they're not spines. They're guns. Big ones pointed at him. <laughs> 
straight up guns. Uh, what? <laughs> Bullets, shells, energy bolts, laser beams, and death rays rip through the cloud of dust where Sonic was standing a moment ago, but the hedgehog has dodged just in time. <laughs> death rays. The guns on the huge <laughs> robot track his movement and fire again, singeing his spikes and demolishing a pair of giant cogs that were standing nearby. The robot keeps firing, hardly letting Sonic stop for breath. Its reactions are incredibly fast, and it's a pretty good shot, too. Let me at it, pants our hero. I'll pound it into gold leaf. Do you let Sonic attack, or try to stop him from attacking? Why would we stop? Stopping is the opposite of what Sonic does. Sonic goes. Yeah. <laughs> green light this mofo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go to page 180 to see what happens when Sonic attacks the giant gold robot. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> Sonic dives toward the robot, spinning like a dervish, but it sees him coming and dodges. For something so big, it's very fast. Sonic tries to attack again, but the huge robot keeps him on the defensive. He has to keep ducking its bullets, getting out of the way of its huge caterpillar tracks, and dodging buildings that collapse when the robot misses him and hits them instead. He can't spot anywhere on the robot's surface that isn't bristling with guns. It must have a weak spot somewhere, thinks Sonic desperately, perhaps underneath, or right on top. But he can't see it. With a lurch, the robot stops, revving its motor. A small turret on top splits open and a huge gun emerges, lobbing four bombs toward the hapless hedgehog. Sonic <laughs> must roll on his quick, rip, quick wits and beat a six to avoid being hit by them. Oh, is quick wits three? Quick wits is three. Come on, Christian. Oh, it's my roll? Oh, yep. no. Do it. <gasps> that's a six. Ooh. Oh, baby. Our boy's so, so that's a nine in total. <laughs> yep. If he succeeds, turn to page 225. Did we win? This is how we... What was the first thing we had? The ex extremely fast way to win? <laughs> oh my god. I forget what it was called. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now you nailed it. 225. Sonic dives back into the side street and hides behind a pile of unused pistons. He hears the gold robot rev its engines and drive away. There are occasional crashes as it fires its guns at something, and more occasional explosions when something doesn't get out of the way in time. The pile of pistons shakes, and Boombox crawls out from under it. What was that? He asks. The gold robot, Sonic replies. It'll take more than just me to defeat it. Will you help? Hey, I'm a mover, not a fighter, says Boombox. Besides, while you were dodging bullets, I was looking at these blueprints. There's a thing called the Zap Cannon on the top of the tallest building in Robotropolis. According to the plans, it's computer controlled, but you can take it over and fire it where you like. Get the idea? Sonic nods, smiling. <laughs> then there's the other plan. The other gold robot is over by the city gates, guarding them. Gold robots shoot at anything that moves, so if you lure them, if you lure that one over there, they should attack each other. It's more risky than the cannon, but it could be fun. Does Sonic go for the zap cannon or dash off towards the gates? Uh, oh, you use our word. We have to follow it. <laughs> dang, I was really leaning towards zap cannon, but it then you said really dash. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like that would be awesome to go up there and you know turret down stuff, but if you mentioned yeah. running, yeah. we gotta run. James Wallace knows my heart. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> and we still have two lives. What's the worst that could yeah. happen? Yeah, we'll exactly. Be we have forever. we have no rings, but we've got two lives, <laughs> and one egomatic hit and one Ren Eggade cartridge. Ooh. Sonic sprints towards the city gates. As he gets close, he notices huge tracks in the ground, just like the ones left by the gold robot he's just seen. And he slows down in case the second gold robot spots him. He doesn't see any other signs of the gold robot. No bullet-damaged buildings, smashed machines, or squashed bots, until he turns a corner and sees the familiar side of the gates, with a familiar big gold shape parked in front of them. 
The two gold robots are identical except that this one isn't moving at all, apart from the occasional twitch of a gun barrel. It reminds Sonic of a lion lazing in the sun, peaceful but still very dangerous. He approaches the robot cautiously, fixing his whole attention on it and not taking any chances in case it should suddenly attack him. It doesn't move. Sonic creeps closer. Halt! Target! A grating electronic voice bellows behind him, and Sonic almost jumps up out of his spikes. Three silver robots stand poised to attack. They must have crept up on him while he was in turn creeping up on the gold robot. Does Sonic attack the silver robots, run away, or turn to lure them in front of the gold robot to attract its attention? Oh, he said run away, but I don't want to do that this time because I want to lure... I want these things to fight each other. I want robot fights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, We can lure cool. them quickly. Let's, let's be quick about let's it. Let's be quick. Yes, yes, yes. I also love the comparison of like the the big sleepy gun to a lion. It's like looking at a mounted <laughs> turret and being like, mm, majestic. Yes. <laughs> I will say we are definitely uh, treading new ground because I remember none of this from any of 8-Bit Book Club's run-throughs. <laughs> what can I say? We're just that good. Yeah. We're that good. That's why we're going to win. This is true. That's a fact. <laughs> Section 104. Sonic runs and the robots give chase. He leads them straight in front of the gold robot's front sensors. It works! The massive machine revs its motor and sets off after him and his pursuers, slowly at first and then faster and faster, so fast that it runs over the three silver bots and leaves them flattened behind it, so fast that it's almost catching up with Sonic. Roll on Sonic's speed to beat a six. Oh boy. There's no way we can lose! We can't lose! Woo! We can't lose! Connor, would you like to roll to boost our ego? I would love to. That's a two, baby. <laughs> oh, we still succeed. good. Still succeed. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> if he makes it, turn to page 237. All of these numbers are just blending into each other, and I can yeah, never I, remember no, I, if I've... I'm glad we weren't trying to keep track, because yeah, right. I'm lost. <laughs> the race is on! Sonic knows he must stay close enough to the robot to keep it following him, but not so close that it can shoot accurately. He sprints ahead, zigzagging around obstacles and leaping over anything in his way, and the huge gold robot roars after him, running over small buildings and slower robots and firing at anything that might be a target. The noise is incredible. Finally, Sonic sees the star-shaped building ahead and can hear the other gold robot's engine. He keeps running until he can see both robots, then dives around the corner into a side street and keeps running in case one of the robots follows him. He needn't have worried. The moment the two see each other, it's hate at first sight. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Death rays crackle, grenades thump, machine guns rattle, and lasers light up the sky. The smell of burning metal fills the air. It's hard to tell which one is winning because of the smoke and noise, but finally the sound dies away, the smoke clears, and both robots lie there, piles of scrap metal. It yeah. worked, everybody. <laughs> We're amazing. It's a gunny gun world. <laughs> That it is. <laughs> Dude, the illustration of this gold robot is pretty wild. I'll bet. Here, I, I, I can show it to my friends oh, over the Discord. Rules. Oh my gosh, I love it. Everybody else will just have to imagine this terrible beast that we've just destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's got a very um, cuphead vibe to it. Oh, big time. It does, actually. Unfortunately, the scrap metal completely blocks the main entrance to the building. If Sonic wants to search the robots, turn to 79. If he wants to enter the star-shaped building like we wanted to in the first place, yes, that. turn to page 251. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let's check and see if the robots have like a cool gun or something we can take with us. <gasps> Dude. Yes. Okay, I will I will stop running for gun. If we can turn into Shadow the Hedgehog, yes. it will all be worth it. It's a run and gun now. <laughs> Little did we know this Just is... Just like Cuphead. Hey. <laughs> 
this book is the the very beginning of the character of Shadow. Oh yeah, it's the prologue. Sonic hunts through the wreckage and finds six gold rings and a length of gold cable. Okay. Oh, I'll take it. It might be useful, so he takes it with him, and then we turn to page 251, no downsides. Nice. Maybe we should have been uh, picking up these scraps the whole time. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Six rings, boys, we're rich. Page 251. Sonic stands on the robot wreckage, celebrating. Hey, Boombox, he shouts. Me, Sonic, mighty destroyer of robots. Pretty stupid machines, eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah, he is. That's why we put coolness at plus four. <laughs> we haven't had to roll coolness a single time, have we? It's fantastic. Because we're just that cool. We don't have to roll for yeah. it. That's true. <laughs> it's implied. Boombox appears from where he's been hiding behind a huge valve and surveys the damage. Well, someone's pretty stupid, he says. This mess is completely blocking the doors. Okay, Boombox. We know about the back door, Boombox. We're not dumb. This mess is completely blocking the doors. You'll never get through. It's a good thing there's another way in or you'll be stuck. Sonic gets off the pile of broken robot bits and he and Boombox walk around the building. I'm not walking with Boombox. He's walking behind me. Yeah. On the other side is a pipe with a grill over it. Boombox starts pulling the grill off. Is this it? Asks Sonic. He turns to you. Oh, he turns to me again. Um, hey, hedgehogs aren't meant to go down pipes. That's a job for plumbers. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mario. Come on, <laughs> Mario. And if you want to play around with plumbers, then you're reading the wrong game book. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's so self-referential. They absolutely have to. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Asks Boombox. <laughs> Nobody you'd know, says Sonic. Together, they prize the grill off the pipe. Sonic looks into its dark depths. He's not happy about going in, but he knows that duty calls. <laughs> duty. Well, says Boombox, I've got to check dances okay. Do well, man, and take this for luck. He gives Sonic a single gold ring, write it down, and watches as the hedgehog crawls into the pipe. So I'm just clarifying. It doesn't matter how many gold rings we have. Every single time we get hit, we lose all of them, yeah? Correct. Just like the original Sonic. What a... What a system. <laughs> yeah, but if you get to 100, you get a life. Yeah. Oh, really? Except this time around, we don't get to try and recollect the rings after we get hit. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> now, maybe maybe I'm psychoanalyzing a little bit too far into Boombox and Dancer's relationship, but the fact that he just said, hey, I'm going to go make sure Dancer's okay. Take this gold ring off of my person. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was going to propose, but he backed out. He's not a rat. He's a chicken. (laughs) And a loser. We walk into the pipe. The pipe stays flat for a few meters, then slopes downward. It gets steeper and steeper until Sonic decides to roll into a ball. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Get that power up. He rolls faster and faster, reaching incredible speeds so fast that he hardly notices as the slope levels off. Wham! He plows through another grill stretched across the pipe and is spinning in free fall. He unwinds and looks around. He's in an enormous room, floating in the air between walls which are hundreds of feet away. The little fluffy clouds float between the walls, and a couple of aerobats are flying around. Aerobats? Aerobots. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and a couple of aerobots are flying around. In the far distance, on the opposite wall, he can just see a door. Sonic can drift for a while, or he can try to swim through the air towards the door, or he can look around for anything interesting. Swimming sounds like forward momentum to me. Mm. And it does. Boys. Onward. Page 114. I'm sure this will alert the bots to our presence, but uh, we can beat bots. That's what we do. Yeah, we're, we're a professional beatboxer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sonic swims to the nearest wall and kicks off hard, which sends him zipping across the room. Ahead of him is one of the clouds. It looks safe enough, so he doesn't alter his path and fly straight into it. 
gets cold and damp in there and Sonic can hardly see anything. Suddenly something dark and prickly looms out of the whiteness at him. It's not another hedgehog, it's a mine! If he hits it, he'll explode. That's not good. We need to roll on Sonic's quick wits to beat a seven. Uh, Christian, that's you again. Oh, come on. I always feel like <laughs> I've got a plus three to this. Plus three. Hopefully so our Sega game gear doesn't get damaged in this damp cloud. Oh, no. If it does, I'm telling my mom and you're going to have to buy me <laughs> a new one, Christian. Well, I hope it's less than seven dollars because I rolled a two. <laughs> No, oh boy. my game gear. If he fails, turn to page 267. Can't I use my magical golden cord to, I don't know, undo it? Sonic reacts badly, the book says. <laughs> he flails his arms and legs, trying to get away from the mine. One of his red shoes hits it, and there's a burst of light and noise that fills the hedgehog's whole world for a second. If Sonic has no rings, lose a life. If he does have rings, he loses them all. Dang it. Thank goodness. Bye-bye rings. <laughs> so, we don't have we don't have to go back to the last save point. When he recovers from the explosion, he can either head for a wall or and crawl along it, or he can swim through the air towards the door. I feel like we can be faster on a wall, right? His red trainers will help him get some good grip. This book is from England, right? So they're trainers. That is true, I suppose. Is James Wallace <laughs> British? I know I bought this book from England. The type was set in Suffolk, printed in England by Clay's Limited. Yeah. Hey there we go. Oh, we've been doing this all wrong. Everyone should have a really thick British accent. <laughs> oh, dear. Tales, oh, dear, what dear. the bloody heck is going on there, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a hedgehog. What? what? Oh, no man. offense to anyone who's... <laughs> Well, okay. I guess we're American, so we're offensive enough. <laughs> yeah. So, Christian, you're thinking we head for the wall and crawl along it? That's my that's my vote. I think okay. I think we'll we'll be wall runners. Turning back to page eleven. The walls are studded with big rivet heads and bolts, so Sonic so once Sonic has swum through the air to one of them, he finds it easy to climb along it towards the door. Much easier than climbing buildings, and he can move fairly fast. As he's crawling along from rivet to rivet, Sonic notices a large lever on one of the other walls. There's no hint about what it might do, but it's not too far out of his way. Does he head towards the lever and pull it? Or does he swim through the air towards the door? Pull the lever! Yeah, do it! Pull the lever! Page 48. The lever sticks out of the wall. A big chrome pole with a red ball on one end. Is Ew. this our save point? Sonic grasps it firmly with both hands and pulls. For a second, nothing happens, and then there's a whooshing sound, and Sonic is pulled toward one of the walls. He dangles from the lever and watches as the mines and aerobots fall out of the air and crash and explode against the wall, which is now the floor, now that the gravity's been switched back on. Interesting. The clouds turn into water and rain down, putting out the fire started by the exploding machines. Sonic lets go of the lever and drops to the floor. Why? He jogs over to the nearest crashed aerobot and looks at it. It's got a tear egg dactyl cartridge. <laughs> wow. Okay. Which Sonic quickly pockets, make note of this, Time for me to spell tear egg dactyl. P as in pterodactyl. <laughs> tear egg dactyl. He pockets the car cartridge and he notices that it's holding a card in one of its hands at the end of its wings. Sonic takes the card and walks over to the doorway. There's a slot beside it and sure enough, the card fits perfectly, disappearing as the door slides open. Turn to page 131. Cool. Man, Guys, that was a smart we move. We are killing this book. Just murdering it. As a hedgehog does. If only we had an Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> the gravity's on in the tunnel beyond the doorway, and it's a relief to feel solid metal under his feet. 
Sonic jogs along until he comes to a door just like the one in the last room. This one opens automatically for him, and after he steps through it, it slams shut. Sonic is in a large room full of computer equipment with humming disk drives and computer terminals, worked by bronze worker robots which ignore the Inquisitive Hedgehog. On one wall is a huge screen with a large keyboard attached to it. In the far wall is another doorway with a slot beside it for some kind of key. Does Sonic look at the door, the robots, or the large screen? What say ye, Connor? Let's look at that screen, boys. Maybe it's I'm a video game and that. we can play Sonic in Sonic. That'd be epic. Ooh. Sonic Adventure 2 for Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. The big screen is switched on, but it's blank apart for the words Enter password for keycard, displayed in 8-inch high letters on it. This is the only way Sonic can see to get a key for the door. Think of the password that Sonic is going to type in, then turn to page 179. So we just have to guess what the password is? The password is garbanzo beans. It's gotta be an egg pun. Oh yeah. It could be an egg pun. What's an egg, egg pass? What's an egg? Christian, what's that episode analogous. of uh, Adventure Time where Finn is trapped in that world where he has to like keep his eyes closed or it's a time loop? Egress. Egress. <laughs> the password egress. is egress. Okay, that is too smart for this book, but that is amazing. That is too smart that's, for this book. <laughs> that's my vote. <laughs> Maybe he's a genius. Egress is an amazing because that's perfect. I'm gonna. You know what? I say we go with Eggress. Egg. Eggress. All right. Turn to page 179. <laughs> Sonic bends over the keyboard and pokes the first letter of his password. Above him, the screen fills with a weird spinning pattern of lights and colors like some kind of whirlpool or tornado. It's pulling him into the screen. It was Eggress. <gasps> Sonic <gra> Wow. <laughs> Sonic grabs the keyboard to stop himself from being sucked in. It holds him back for a moment, and then it snaps in the middle and Sonic slides into the screen? We are. For We're going to play Sonic. Oh my gosh. Wow. For a moment, everything is pitch black. Then there's a burst of static and Sonic's vision clears. He's in a small biplane flying through a bright blue sky with patchy clouds in the distance. <laughs> it's a mini game. Something's not quite right. Is is this the beginning of Sonic 2? Isn't yeah, that how it like, starts yeah, out when you boot the game? He's standing on the plane with, uh, with Tails and they're just like, do, 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 do. And then he jumps off because he sees some hex hacking. So... Yeah. Okay, something's not quite right. There's no wind in his face. All the colors are really bright. The clouds look the same as if everything's drawn, and everything except him has bitty, jagged edges as if it was drawn on graph paper. Or a cheap computer! I'm in Robotnik's computer, exclaims Sonic. <laughs> Trust him to go for something with bad graphics. And yeah. he wiggles the controls of the biplane. Awful controls! My Game Gear can do better than this. Good thing we have it. Mm -hmm. Um, look at the cover of the book. That's where we are, guys. Oh, no, wait. I was wrong. I thought that was a plane. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Suddenly, three objects drop out of the clouds and swoop towards the plane. They're not biplanes. They're sleek, impressive spaceships armed with laser cannons and missile launchers. They open fire with large, bright bullets that drift slowly through the air. Sonic can shoot down the alien ships, try to land the plane, or avoid the bullets and fly past the invaders. I say we go fast by flying past. Fast mm. by past. Let's go. Gotta go past. <laughs> Gotta go past. Oh, man. All right. Page 299. Even with the plane's sluggish controls, it's easy to fly past the bullets, dive out of the way of the alien ships, and watch them disappear in the distance. Sonic flies on, and then, as if nothing had happened, the same three ships die from the clouds ahead and the same formation and open fire. Sonic can shoot them down or try to land the plane. 
Landing involves stopping, so we can't do that. <laughs> Bullets are kind of quick, so yeah. Let's let's uh, pew pew. Let's pew pew Page for a minute. Forty. I mean, we finally got a gun. We might as well use it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. The biplane flips over to aim at the spaceships. Sonic presses the trigger on the machine guns, letting out a long burst. The ships explode with brief flashes of light and disappear. With a burst of sinister but tinny background music, a much larger alien ship appears on the horizon. Each of its four guns is as large as the spaceships which Sonic just destroyed, and it fires huge bolts of sizzling blue energy, while on Sonic's agility to beat the mothership's difficulty of six. Uh, what's our agility? Agility is plus two, so Connor, we gotta get a four or higher. We got a five, boys. <gasps> oh, yeah, thank we goodness. Did. Yes. <laughs> if he makes the roll, turn to page 188. Man, I really can't. I can't predict where this is going. Like, I thought uh, yeah, I could, no, but I can't. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is wild. This is Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Sonic weaves in and out of the energy beams, firing the machine guns every time he gets a clear shot. One by one, he takes out the four guns, then watches as the ship blows up and sinks out of sight. There is a burst of static, and suddenly Sonic is facing a tough-looking guy in a karate outfit. Once again, he's bitty around the edges, and there's no detail to the way he looks. He grunts and aims a kick for Sonic's head. Does Sonic ignore it and go straight for an attack, or does he parry and wait for an opening? Uh, something said waiting, and that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do not wait. That sounds way too technical. Let's uh, do the fast thing. So we're gonna attack this dude. Sonic dashes towards his assailant, ignoring the kick aimed at his head. Womp! This may be inside a computer, but that really hurt. Sonic flies backwards, lands on the ground, and everything goes black. He's just lost a life. Turn to section 131. Ooh, oh, no. dear. Ooh, you know what? Boy. I feel like we made the right choice anyway. We <laughs> stayed true to ourselves. Okay, we've only got one life left. We're back in the tunnel on the other side of the doorway. We've just walked into the room that has the screen. So do we look at the door, the robots, or the screen? The door, I guess? Maybe we could just skip this whole mini game. Yeah, I'll check out Maybe. the door. 232. The door is like the other one. Iron covered with rivets and very solid. The slot beside it is about five centimeters across. There's a sign mounted above the slot reading, insert keycard here. Sonic would like to insert a keycard, but he doesn't have one. Instead, he can inspect the bronze robots or the computer display. Uh, so we know right. that regardless of what we do with the computer, it's going to suck us in. Maybe that's... Uh, I say we, <laughs> we basically make the same choices, go back and pay attention to the kick. Yeah, I... Mm. Should we check the robots first just to make sure? Because these aren't fighter robots. These are just bronze workers. Yeah, and we can take them out if they are if they try and bother us. Let's yeah. Page nine. The robots ignore Sonic as he peers at them. They are all working on the computer system, soldering new circuit boards, inserting new memory chips, or plugged directly into the machine itself. They all have cartridges marked eggs and chips. Oh my goodness. Normally, Sonic would grab one of the cartridges, but he knows that a robot without a cartridge will attack, and with all the electrical stuff in this room, that could be really dangerous. None of the robots have keycards, dang it. So we can either inspect the door or the computer. Looks like <sighs> it's computer time, boys. All right, we have to beat this mini game. Okay, <laughs> enter <laughs> password for keycard. What are we going to type in this time, fellas? I still like egress. Yeah, me too. <laughs> egress, okay. So, we get sucked in, blah, blah, blah. We're in a cheap computer. Do we want to try and land the plane, avoid the bullets, or shoot down the ship? I say we just 
do the same thing we were doing, shoot it down. Page 40. Once again, we have to roll Sonic's agility to beat the mothership's difficulty of six. We have to do that again? We have to do that again. Oh no! I forgot about the fact that we rolled. That's baseball. Well, I rolled a six. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Page 188. All right. We beat the ship. There's the guy in the karate outfit. So this time, do we parry and wait for an opening? Yeah. I guess we have to. <gasps> I don't want to get stuck in a soft lock, but waiting causes me physical pain. Turn to page 53. <laughs> Sonic expertly ducks away from the kick. The other guy looks as if he's winding up for a big attack, and Sonic watches for the moment when he drops his guard. The big guy grunts, raises his arms, and Sonic leaps for him, spinning like a cannonball. He hits the guy hard in the stomach and watches him fall backwards, hit the floor, and fade away. The words, you win, appear in the air above Sonic. Then there's another burst of static which clears just as suddenly as before. Sonic is behind the wheel of some kind of car. Not a racing car, more a sports car, hurtling down a mountainous road. In his rearview mirror, he can see a sinister dark blue car with smoked glass windows coming up fast behind him. Quickly, he scans the dashboard. There aren't any weapons controls or anything like that. Sonic can accelerate away from the other car, or he can try to ram it off the edge of the road. I mean, we have to, right? Pedal, we have to accelerate. The yeah, of course. Yeah. Too fast, cool too all, furious. We need speed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we already waited once, and it... It was painful. Yeah. Sonic presses his foot down on the accelerator and the car leaps forward. So does the one behind. Sonic desperately tries to swerve ahead, but the other car draws level and then swerves into Sonic's car, making it skid across the road. As Sonic tries to get his car under control, the other one rams it again. It hits the edge of the road and falls into the valley below. Sonic has lost a life. Oh no. <gasps> That's it. If it was his last life, the words game over appear above the blazing wreck of his car. Not much of an epitaph, but nobody mourns the dead in a video game. Wow. The, the fact that I can't go fast in a Sonic game is blasphemous. Ugh, guys, I'm going to make a little suggestion here. Mm. We all know that the whole you die in the game, you die in real life situation is kind of garbage, right? Garbage. Am I right? I was We're hoping even... so, yeah. You know what? You bring up a very valid point. We're in the video game. We're not really playing the main game. So these deaths don't count. Yeah. You bring this up is... a valid point. Rationalization works, right? <laughs> yeah. Plus, the devs owe us for that last glitch that they put there, so... That is true. I say we go back and ram that car off the road. Yeah. Okay. Hit it. So... Yeah, at this point, we, we will no longer be able to gloat and hold it over the 8-Bit Book Club people <laughs> that we beat the game in one when they couldn't. But you know what? At least maybe we'll, you know, save scumming. I'm not opposed to it. Nora! Yeah, you know what? At this point, I just, I need to see how it ends. Yeah. So, <laughs> we go to page 113. Is that the right one? That's not the right one. Ugh, did I lose our page? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I found the mothership. So from the mothership, we take that down. Yeah, the, the mothership was our first roll that we needed to make anyway. So, yeah. Connor, let's kill the mothership again. Die! <laughs> we That fell on bread. What the heck? That's a six, <laughs> boys. That's a six. All right. Yeah, okay. We're... We kill the mothership. We go to page 188. Oh, man, I feel like I'm starting to reach that point where it's like, uh, let's... I just want to get through it. I just want yeah, to Yeah, just, just show me the end. Mm. 
Okay. We parry and wait for the opening. We go to page 53. Stop that guy. We're driving the car. This is the point where we either accelerate or try and ram the other car off the edge. Apparently, we're not fast in this yeah. video game, so we have to ram. We go to page 25. Sonic breaks, letting the other car catch up, and then swings viciously across the road, slamming against his opponent. The other car veers, skids, flips, and cartwheels, bouncing end over end before bursting into flames. Sonic turns back to the road. A moment later, the finish line appears in the distance, and he accelerates, zooming past at an incredible speed, and on, smashing through the computer screen back into the room. There we go. Okay. I mean, I call Bubkiss that I wasn't fast enough to do in the first place, but, you know, hacks. What are you going to do? Yeah. Sonic picks himself up, brushes the broken glass off his spikes, and looks up at the wreckage of the computer display screen. He notices a small piece of plastic wedged against the broken glass with the word key card stamped on it. Under it are five <laughs> gold rings. Yep. There we go. Okay, we, I'll take it. We're going to need these rings now that we're back in the real world and we can really die. Oh, right. Yeah. That was, that was, that, that felt so real. Good thing it wasn't. Phew. Yep. Sonic slips the card into the door slot. It swallows the card and opens obediently. So I just want to clarify did we just crash a car into this room, or did we crash out of the computer? That's a good question. We, uh, we gamed so hard the computer broke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It doesn't explicitly say, and I like the idea of there being a big old pixel car in this room, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. The hedgehog jogs off down the corridor through the door and ends in another door that automatically opens as he gets close and slams shut as he steps into the next room. This room is about the same size as the last one, but there's only one computer in the middle of the room. There's something on the ceiling directly above it that might be a death ray and might be a very ornate light shade. It's hard to tell. <laughs> Around the outside of the room are five identical metal compartments, big enough to hold Sonic or a robot. On the far wall is a closed door with a slot for a key card. Sonic can inspect the compartments, fiddle with the computer in the middle of the room, or wait a while and watch to see what happens. Mm -mm. Ugh. They keep offering us this waiting thing, and it's just that's, ridiculous. Yeah, that's out of here. Yeah. Consumable key cards is no way to have a business running, if you ask Absolutely me. Absolutely not. I mean, I've, got, I've gotten two already. I should be able to just waltz through here. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I guess we'll check the metal things. Maybe they're going to eat us up. We can look at the compartments or the computer. So compartments is page 209. Sonic examines the compartments. Each has a miniature version of the death ray light shade at the top, and they're all empty. The computer is running, but it's really hard to tell what to do. The screen is full of confusing numbers and letters. Sonic can wait and watch for a while or try and operate the controls. Well, here goes our last real life. I'm going to, I say we operate. All right. Page 45. Sonic looks at the controls. He can't figure them out, but he presses a few buttons anyway. Suddenly, all the spikes down his back stand on end, and he is bathed in a weird purple light from the device on the ceiling. Cool. A second later, it switches off, and five new Sonics step out of the compartments around the room, eyeing each other warily. Oh, Sonic looks at them. Fight ourselves. Three of them look just like him, and it's a really strange feeling, seeing someone who looks and moves just like you. But one of the others is made of silver, and another is made of bronze. The other Sonics spot this, and at the same moment, the real Sonic does, and they all leap into supersonic spin attacks. Within seconds, the two robot imposters are junk on the floor, and there are four Sonics left. Sonic can attack one of the other imposters, 
He can tell the others he's the real Sonic the Hedgehog, or he can ask if any of them has a key card for the door. Yeah! <laughs> hey guys, do you have any key cards? <laughs> when you were cloned into existence a few moments ago, did you happen to check your pockets? Welcome to being alive. Do you have keys to the place? Turn to page 208. Oh. Key card? Yes, I've got one, says one of the Sonics. <laughs> I knew it. Of course you did. He's taller than the others, and he steps forward. Pleased to meet you. I'm Sonic the Hedgehog, he says, taking Sonic's hand and shaking it in a grip like iron. It is iron. Sonic can see tiny rivets along its arm and little cracks along the joints in his fingers. Before the imposter squeezes his hand to mush, will Sonic attack him or call to the other two hedgehogs for help? I want to fight with these guys. I want us all to, I want us to have the Spider-Man meme moment. But what if they're all <laughs> evil robots? Well, we can get the evil robots to kill each other, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we did it with the gold ones. Yep. Great idea. Help me. Help me, boys. <laughs> That's 248. Oh my yeah. gosh. Ow, help me, he literally says. <laughs> Ow, help me. This guy's a robot, shouts Sonic, trying to pull his hand free of the iron Sonic's handshake. With a huge effort, he tugs it free, and the robot's hand comes away with it, trailing oil and cables over the floor. The other two Sonics take one look, and all three leap into spin attacks, pulverizing the fake hedgehog so much that there's nothing left but a pile of scrap on the floor. <laughs> they beat him so much, guys. So yeah. much. Nice one, guys, says Sonic. Well, that leaves three of us. He notices the keycard lying on the floor and puts it on the computer. The real Sonic can use that when he's the only one left. Come on, Sonic. I don't we... want to fight these guys. Let's just get out of here. They're oh, my friends. Gosh. We're all homies. He's feeling a little confused now. Is he actually the original, or one of the duplicates who thinks he's the original? Sonic's not sure anymore. He shakes his head and tries to think of another test. He can ask the others about Botman, look at them to see if he can spot any mistakes or differences in their appearance, or challenge them to a race. Race. Fast. Must go fast. Honestly, whoever is the fastest, even if it's not the real Sonic, yeah. they're now the real Sonic. Nah, you you mm -hmm. earned the title. <laughs> Alright, we're going to turn to page 186. Sonic suggests the race, and the other two hedgehogs' eyes light up. They start running immediately, round and round the room, faster and faster until they're running around the walls, kept there by centrifugal force and jumping over the compartments as if they were hurdles. Their incredible speed creates a tornado in the middle of the room, sucking all the debris and loose items in the room into it, and Sonic can see the keycard fluttering there, spinning in the fierce wind. The three Sonics race on until the whole room shakes with the beat of their feet. They're neck and neck, evenly matched, each of them waiting for the others to make a mistake. Sonic has never met foes as good as these guys. His heart is pounding, his lungs burning, and he knows he can't keep it up forever. The question is, can the others? Roll against Sonic's speed to beat an eight. So we just need a three or higher. Connor? Meh. That's a three, boys. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yes. If he succeeds, turn to page 31. That makes us the real Sonic. <laughs> Sonic begins to edge slightly ahead of the others. A centimeter, then another. He's moving into the lead. The hedgehog on his left makes an extra effort to catch up, pounding its legs faster and faster as its face gets more and more purple, and suddenly it explodes. <laughs> Steam jets from pipes in its neck and oil spurts out, splattering the room and getting in Sonic's eyes as he jumps to avoid the body of the fake Ew. Sonic. This got very graphic. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, when he looks back, the other remaining Sonic is diving towards the middle of the room, grabbing for the key card. Does Sonic leap in with a supersonic spin attack or watch what the other does? attack right yeah let's yeah, super i mean let, let's get him let's let's hit him with our 
body. Like, this little <laughs> punk, we agreed that whichever Sonic was left would get the key card, and he's just trying to do what we should have done in the first place, which is not cool. Mm -hmm. The two Sonics smash together with incredible force. All you can see is a blue blur of whirling limbs. Muffled thuds and oofs can be heard as the two pound each other into submission. Finally, the ruckus quiets down and the dust clears. One Sonic is standing with his foot on the head of the other one. How can you tell if the winner is our Sonic or the imposter? How can you tell what? exclaims the hedgehog. Look, goggle eyes, you've been watching me since the start of this adventure. You should know by now whether it's me or not. You mean you actually got me confused with those fakes? And just as I was starting to credit you with some brains. If you don't think it's really me, then just close this book and go to bed right now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> but it's, it's 2 p.m., Sonic. No. <laughs> go to bed. I don't want to hear it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he called me goggle eyes. He called all of us goggle eyes. That's... How does he I mean, know this? We do we all have glasses. Yeah. We've we got that glasses. right at least. <laughs> this book is cursed. This is definitely a creepypasta. <laughs> he pauses for a second. Make your mind up? Good. Now let's go and find Robotic. He picks up the keycard from the floor, slips it into the slot by the door, and dashes off down the corridor. So, whether this is real Sonic or fake Sonic, at least we didn't lose. <laughs> There's no door at the other end. Instead, the tunnel comes out into the open air, a huge arena filled with a weird scientific apparatus that looks like Finally. it came out of the set of an old Frankenstein movie. Generators spark, valves flash, pistons pop, and flasks bubble with odd-colored liquids. It's all very melodramatic indeed. The whole thing is surrounded by tall pylons pointing up into the blue sky, and Sonic can just see the Chaos Emerald. The Chaos Emerald? What? Oh. On the very top of one of them. Jeez, zero to a thousand here. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of all the equipment is the villainous figure of Dr. Robotnik himself. Aha, my special guest, he exclaims and flips a huge switch. Sonic finds himself surrounded by a force field. Robotnik flips another switch and the roof of the cloud chamber room opens and the clouds pour upwards into the sky which begins to darken. A few drops of rain spatter down, and suddenly a jagged streak of lightning arcs down from the sky, striking one of the pylons around the equipment. Massive blue sparks fly between the machines, and Robotnik's mustache stands on end. You're just in time to witness my ultimate triumph, you hapless hedgehog, screams the mad scientist. My final victory over everything that's cute and fluffy and horrible on the planet Mobius, starting with your beloved green hill zone. Ha 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 ha! Ha 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 Sonic knows that his best chance is when the mad doctor is laughing because he's distracted. The heroic hedgehog's first problem has to be escaping from the force field. He can spin attack it, trying to batter away through. He can rip out any wires around him. He can try and jump over the force field, or if he has a gold cord from the gold robot, he can use that as a lasso. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Look at us. Oh, Doing our yeah. one time we stopped to pick stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Turn to page 170. Sonic takes the gold cable from his pocket. It's thin, but strong enough to hold his weight. He quickly ties a noose in one end, whirls it around his head, and throws it up at one of the pylons at the edge of the arena. The noose hooks itself over the top of one of the pylons. Sonic tugs to make sure it's on tightly, then half jumps and half climbs it, swinging over the top of the force field and into the arena itself. He's free! The cable shakes itself loose and lands back in his pocket. Turn to page 117. Guys, everything's coming up Sonic right now. Oh, We're yeah. pros. Pro gamer move, guys. Pro gamer move. The sky is filling with dark clouds and the rain is growing heavier and heavier. Lightning shoots across the sky, lancing towards the earth to hit Robotnik's equipment with its flickering and glowing. The mad genius himself is climbing into his egomatic, laughing like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like an idiot. Jeez. <laughs> Something else is happening. Some of the machines are starting to move, and even parts of the building are shifting and grinding together. 
It could be the force of the storm, but Sonic doubts it. This must be Robotnik's master plan coming into action, and there's only one person who can stop it. Sonic is faced by one of the most difficult choices he's had to make. He has to get this right. Does he attack Robotnik in the Egomatic, smash the machines and the equipment in the area, or go for the Chaos Emerald, or just try to escape? What? Who do you think we are? Escape? Hey, we should get that big green emerald and like power up or something. Yeah, I don't know mm. anything about Sonic lore, but that sounds important. Let's get that. We want to get the Chaos Emerald. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. He he can become Super Sonic later on if he gets all the Chaos Emeralds, but I don't know what he can do at this point. The, yeah. If the lore allows for that. Yeah. Yeah. If I feel like he's weak enough that the Chaos Emerald would like overpower him or something. Probably. What else can we do? We can attack Robotnik, smash the machines. Or escape. Let's kill Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> I like that yep. idea. He is, after all, an idiot. So <laughs> he that is true. Stupidly. <laughs> Sonic dashes across the area, dodging the huge machines, and leaps towards the Egomatic as it lumbers into the air. He manages to grab one of its stubby wings and climbs on as the aircraft rises up above the arena and city. Sonic risks a glance downwards. He's very high up by now, and although he can fall a long way without hurting himself, he guesses that if he was to fall from any higher, he might be going so fast that he'd fall right out of the book. On the other hand, he's not losing his grip on the wing of the Egomatic, and Robotnik hasn't noticed he's there yet. Does Sonic hang on or drop to the ground before he gets too high? If we take him out and we go at the same time, I still count that as a win. Yeah. yeah. Also, if he drops out of the book, he can be my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I will mail him to Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Egomatic rises into the sky. Sonic glances down again and gasps as he sees what's happening to the star-shaped building because it's changing. Machines are shifting sections of it around, moving the inside to the outside, rotating and transforming it into something that looks like an enormous person. But that's not the bad part. The bad part is that the person it looks like is Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a megalomaniac, mutters Sonic. Eh, what? Exclaims the batty boffin, who suddenly stops laughing. <laughs> then he notices Sonic clinging to the wing. You're here, Sonic. Your expiry date is up. <laughs> The Egomatic rocks as Robotnik throws it from side to side, trying to shake off Sonic. The Hedgehog's fingers are slipping off the smooth metal, and he realizes the only way he'll survive is to make the Egomatic fly low enough so he can drop off safely. Ugh. Why can't we beat him? He kicks at the underbelly of the machine, mark one hit on the Egomatic on Sonic's vital statistics, and starts to and it starts to belch smoke. Okay, so we've got, got two hits on it. That's nice. You excruciatingly horrible hedgehog! You'll ruin everything! Bros Robotnik, producing a large mallet from the cockpit. Sonic's fingers are the target. Thud! And the hedgehog is falling through space, back towards the city far below him. Jeez. He hits the ground with incredible speed, so fast that his spikes don't save him, and he loses all his rings or a life if he has no rings. We have five rings! Okay, we're okay, we're okay. Okay, we cross off the rings. If he loses his life, blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, he bounces back high into the air like a blue cannonball. Turn to page 148. <gasps> I feel like we're getting close to the end, guys. This has got to be it. We've got to take him out. <laughs> Something strange is happening. Standing outside it, Sonic watches the star-shaped building twist and turn, as if it was caught in an earthquake or a massive snake was trapped inside. Strange machines whine and groan. Sections of the building twist over and rotate, forming new shapes and fitting back into different positions. The whole building is changing, not into a different building, but something new, covered in a silvery, shiny metal. Then, with a slow and sinister creaking and hissing of hydraulics, the building stands up. It looks like an enormous metal robotnik, 
but it must be a kilometer high. Ah, it is British. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it's spelled M-E-T-R-E, so definitely British. Wow. Its massive head is lost in the dark clouds above, and bolts of lightning flash around its enormous shoulders. It wobbles for a moment, finding its balance, then takes a step forward. The whole city shakes. Machines fall over and tall buildings begin to crumble. It's the Platinum Robot. The Technobot! Breathes Sonic. <laughs> it's just like level six of Botman. <laughs> Oh, and here we are, Slo full circle. <laughs> Slowly, the massive machine raises its foot for another step, and Sonic realizes two things. It's heading towards Green Hill Zone, and if he doesn't move fast, it's going to tread on it. The heroic hedgehog can dodge the foot and jump onto it as the Technobox strides past, or he can dodge and let the Technobox stri Technobot stride on its way towards the Green Hill Zone, or, if he has the gold cable from the gold robot, he can run ahead and make a tripwire. Oh my gosh. Tripwire. I'm so glad we got this cable. We made such a right choice. Mm. I'm, glad, I'm so, sad we haven't used the pterodactyl thing yet, though. Yeah, the most <laughs> useful item in the game, yeah, obviously. We'll, we'll eat it at the end or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sonic dashes ahead of the mighty monolith, wrapping one end of the gold cable around the base of the crane and the other around a pipe sticking out of the ground. If he's judged it right, the Technobot will put a foot down right here and will trip as it takes another step. The ground shakes violently as the foot lands just where he expected. It dwarfs Sonic and crushes half a building with its toes. Wow, the hedgehog thinks. I wouldn't want to have to find shoes to fit that. <laughs> the robot raises its foot for another step and it catches on the cable. For a second, it's a battle between the two. Then the cable snaps with a twang. Uh, Sonic can either leap onto the giant foot or follow the robot as it heads towards the green hill zone. We're leaping on. We're going to shadow the Colossus this biznatch. Giddy up! That's another game you guys play, right? Mm. With the big boys? Mm-hmm. Sonic grabs... Oh, wow. I, I'm seeing the illustration of this Robotnik, and I am not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like him. Sonic grabs the edge of the robot's boot, size 23,000, extra, extra wide fitting, ha-ha, <laughs> and hauls himself onto it. <laughs> It's a bumpy ride and the hedgehog has to hang on with all his might to not be shaken off. As he hangs on, he looks around and notices a dark patch by the Technobot's ankle. He crawls closer and sees it's not a patch, it's a hole leading inside the robot. He can guess who made it from the gnawed teeth marks around the edge. Gosh darn it, the trademark of another boombox tunnel. Ah, oh, classic boombox. The foot lands and Sonic dashes for the safety of the hole. He makes it before it lifts off again and hangs onto the side for safety. A piece of paper wraps around his hands. It's fixed to the inside of the tunnel, and Sonic recognizes the blueprints of the star-shaped building that Boombox found. There's a note attached, which reads as, as follows. Dear Sonic, I left this here because it might be useful for you. The X marks where you are now. Love, Boombox. P.S. <laughs> press the button. Sonic spots a red button underneath the plans. He presses it, and a hidden door slides open, revealing a small compartment. Sonic jumps in, and the door closes, and the compartment starts to move upwards. It's a lift. Definitely English. <laughs> Does Sonic look at the blueprints or stay alert in case he's attacked? Ooh. Can I choose option C and just beat up Robotnik? Oh, we're so close to the end, guys, and I am actually feeling like anxious about making the right choice here. <laughs> Let's stay alert. Uh, Let's stay alert, just in case. You think, say, uh, you know, we can always look at the map later. Let's stay alert. <sighs> yeah, my yeah. sonic senses are tingling. 250. The lift shudders and sways with every step of the giant Technobot, and Sonic is thrown from one side to the other. He can still hear the crash of thunder from outside mixed with the thudding and clanking of the robot. A moment later, the lift stops and its doors open. 
it leads out to a small storeroom of some kind with shelves covered in odd items. A vacuum tube computer, boxes of transistors, a jar of mustache wax, a half-built robot made of wood, and 36 pairs of black trousers with an 80-inch waist. <laughs> there are also four items within Sonic's reach, but he can only grab two of them, one in each hand, before the lift doors close. What does he pick? Ooh boy. Our four options are a short black cable with small plugs at both ends, a box of cartridges, some kind of control device, or one of Robotnik's power-up computers. Control device, that's probably super important. That sounds super important. I feel like the control device is important. I'm leaning kind of towards the power-up computer because we might get an invincibility shield. Oh, true. We can take a hit for free. That's nice. Let's do yeah. it. Because we don't have any rings right now. Let's do it. Okay, so some kind of control device. Turn to page 47. The control device is made of shiny metal with a red button in the middle of it. Engraved in the metal are the words Air Taxi Caller. It might be important, so Sonic pockets it. Write this down. Air Taxi. All right. Turn back to page 250. And then the power-up computer turned to page 297. Sonic cracks open the monitor. Inside are 10 gold rings, which he eagerly pockets. There we go. Okay. We got another extra chance. Now, if we have two items already, turn to page 165. Whew. The lift doors close and it judders and shakes upwards. Sonic peers at the blueprints trying to work out where he's going, but it's impossible to tell. The lift stops with a jolt. The doors open to reveal a corridor with flickering neon lights on the ceiling and a door at the end. Between Sonic's and the door are Boombox and Dancer. Hey, and between hey. them and the door is a large silver robot, its arms raised to attack. No. The two animals look terrified. They haven't noticed Sonic yet. Sonic doesn't know how soon the lift will set off again, and the only way to get to the top of the Technobot, where the controls are. He can throw something at the robot to distract it, he can spin attack the robot, or he can wait and hope that his friends escape on their own. <laughs> I mean, Boombox owes us seven bucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's a crafty guy. Now let's spin attack this this idiot. I am personally leaning towards tossing something, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can we toss do? a... Toss the pterodactyl thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Choose which item Sonic will throw from the ones on the list and cross it off. So we've got the renegade cartridge, the pterodactyl cartridge, and the air taxi collar. Ooh, renegade would be good. It'll, it'll, it'll help them out and help them get away. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye, renegade. Sonic curls the object down the corridor, trying to bounce it off a wall to distract the robot's attention and let Boombox and Dancer run past. At that moment, the Technobot lurches and the missile... The missile? Oh, the thing we threw is now heading for the ceiling. It's going to miss. Sonic watches as the missile bounces off the ceiling and ricochets down, hitting the robot on its chest and knocking its cartridge out onto the floor. It freezes for a second and Boombox and da Dancer dash past it and through the door beyond. Boombox looks back for a second. Great shot, man, he shouts. You're a real hero. Hey, catch this. And he tosses a strange device down the corridor to land in Sonic's open hands. It's a lightning attractor, shouts the rat. Just press the butt. And the lift doors close, cutting off the rest of his sentence. Press the butt? <laughs> he said press the butt. That he did. All right, boys. Let's get to it. <laughs> All right. We traded a renegade cartridge for a lightning attractor. We're going to turn to section 163. The door slams shut and the lift jerks upwards. Sonic can feel it swinging from side to side with each step of the Technobot and keeps his fingers crossed so that the cable doesn't snap. Suddenly, the lift stops and its lights flicker and go out. In the darkness, Sonic can just hear the faint sound of the doors opening, but it's as dark outside as it is inside, and he can see nothing at all. 
Does he stay in the swaying lift or take a chance and jump into whatever is outside? Let's jump. Yeah. Let's take a leave of faith, boys. Here we go, Indiana Jones style. This is the way. This is the way. 291. Sonic takes a short run up, leaps out of the lift, and falls, and falls, and falls. A flash of lightning shows him where he is, tumbling down outside the Technobot towards its giant feet. There's nothing to grab onto, and he can't slow his fall until, wham, he lands on the Technobot's <laughs> foot with such force that he dents its metal surface. Sonic loses all his rings. Whatever happens, turn to page 276. <laughs> Oh boy. Why couldn't we use the air taxi to help us out? <laughs> exactly. That stinks. Come on, man. Sonic, no. Okay, so we're back underneath the foot. Okay, so yeah, we jump back into the elevator again. Oh okay. boy. Oh, come yeah. on. We're going to make the same choices. We'll end up in the same place. <sighs> yeah. Do we want... Okay, so we go to page 250, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we have time to grab more stuff now. We grab the other two things. <laughs> yeah, so let's grab the cable with small plugs at both ends. Turn to page 63. That was actually good for us in the end. It comes out. <laughs> the cable looks completely ordinary, but it's quite strong and could probably carry Sonic's weight if it had to. Cool. That's good to know. The plugs at each end are made to fit in some kind of electronic device, and Sonic reckons that one of them would match the socket on his game gear. Write the cable down on Sonic's file statistics sheet, then grab the second item, which is the box of cartridges. Turn to page eight. The box has 10 cartridges in them, in it, all labeled Tear Egg Dactyl. Oh, oh man. So we have 11 Tear Egg Dactyl <laughs> cartridges. I'm glad these have really been coming in handy. <laughs> yeah. Sonic stuffs them in his pocket. They might be useful. Now we're going to turn to page 165. Oh, hey, look. It's Boombox and Dancer again. Being attacked okay. by a robot again. They're fine. <laughs> Do we want to just... I mean, he already gave us the lightning attractor. You guys are you're good to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Right? They're fine. Yeah, we'll see let's, let's just leave them. They'll escape on their own. We'll turn to page 163. The doors slam shut and the lift jerks upwards. Sonic can feel it swinging from side to side with each step of the Technobot. Okay, we're in the darkness. We're not gonna jump outside again. Oh man. So we're gonna stay in the swaying lift and go to page 153. <laughs> Sonic stands at the edge of the open doors, wondering if he's missed his only chance of survival. What if the lift cable breaks now? Would he still have time to leap out? Thunder crashes and a flash of lightning shows Sonic what he would have jumped to. Thin air, empty space, a sheer drop down to the Technobot's giant feet, pounding their steady way across the earth towards the green hill zone. Sonic backs away and the lift doors close. Machinery groans and the compartments begin to move upwards again. Suddenly it comes to a jarring stop, tumbling Sonic to the floor. The doors open onto a huge room filled with bronze and silver robots, all working strange machines. There are enormous hollow wheels with three or four bronze bots running inside each one. The wheels are connected to huge generators. Each one marks something different right arm, left leg, and so on. On the far side of the room is a ladder heading upwards. None of the robots have noticed Sonic, giving him a moment to think. Does he launch himself across the room in an ultimate supersonic spin attack? Does he put a cartridge in the near silver robot? Or does he wait for the lift to start moving again? Oh, I wish we saw that Renegade cartridge. I know. That would be nice. <sighs> we could just pterodactyl him. <laughs> just turn him into a... He'll, he'll jump. <laughs> All right. Let's turn to page 233. Sonic has to decide which cartridge to plug into the silver robot. If he chooses the Tear Egg Dactyl, turn to 206. Other options are Ren Egg Gade, Explode, 
Botman, Blitzkrieg Egg, Eggs Terminate, Exercise, and Execute. <laughs> wow. Okay, Tear Egg Dactyl, turn to page 206. It kills us. This is the only one that only has one potential cartridge, so I'm feeling pretty decent about it. Okay. The silver robot twists, squirms, and transforms itself into a small aircraft just big enough to carry Sonic. <laughs> its engine whirs, and it takes off as Sonic jumps on, <sighs> zooming low over the robots, advancing towards the spot where the hedgehog was standing a moment ago. Then the aerobot turns and heads vertically upwards towards the ceiling. Sonic twists the controls, but nothing will divert the psychotic plane from its mission of destruction. A moment before it crashes into the ceiling, Sonic jumps off, aiming for the ladder fixed to the wall. The aerobot explodes in a flash. Sonic dives through the air, falling towards the ladder, and grabs it, just out of reach of the pack of robots who are trying to grab his ankles. He scampers up towards the roof and to the top of the Technobot. Turn to page 107. Here we go. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. The ladder ends by an opening in the roof. Rain pours in through it, and Sonic can hear the wind howling. Still, he's a hedgehog with a job to do, so he climbs out onto the slippery metal surface. He's standing on top of the head of the Technobot. The view from here would be incredible if the sky wasn't filled with black clouds and rain. All you can see, in fact, is a large control panel set into the robot's enormous forehead, with a joystick, pedals, banks of switches and buttons, and loads of flashing lights blinking on and off. The Technobot must be steering itself because Sonic isn't at the controls. He's flying overhead in his battered Egomatic. Robotics Craft has a huge gun fixed underneath, the Zap Cannon! The lightning still flashes around the robot as it clanks its way towards the Green Hill Zone, and over the crash of thunder and the grinding of metal, Sonic can hear the insane laughter of the Mad Professor as he swoops his tiny craft down for the Hedgehog to attack. Does Sonic stand and fight, <laughs> or does he run for the controls and try and steer the Technobot away from the Green Hill Zone? Steering is fast. Yes, and running is too. Run and steer. All right, <laughs> 261. Sonic dashes towards the Technobot's controls. Too late, he remembers two important things his mother taught him as a small hedgehog. Never cast a clout before me- ne- What? Never cast a clout before May is out, and never turn your back on an enemy. The end of the zap cannon barrel hits Sonic from behind, pushing him over the controls and off the edge of the Technobot's head. He falls and falls, turning end over end, past the Technobot's chin, its mighty stomach, and finally to its feet. Oh no, the foot. Sonic lands on the Technobot's left foot. I think you misheard us. hedgehog-shaped dent in it. No, I think you misheard us. We said we attack him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If he has rings... He loses them. If he has no rings, then he loses a life. You know, turn to page 276. We're back at the bottom. You know what? Here's the thing it doesn't say game over. We lost a life, but it doesn't (laughs) say game over when we get back to the foot, right? (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh. Okay, how do I. I'm going to see if I can. uh, Retrace. Where was the one that led us to the. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to see if I can find her way back to the... We'll just edit this to make it sound like we knew what we were doing the whole time really fast. Exactly. Oh, man. Okay, here we are. We're back in the room (laughs) with all the robots. Oh, yes. Do we want to do the pterodactyl thing again? Just go right back up? Yeah, let's just zoom. Okay, 233, 206, 107. (laughs) Okay, and you guys, I'm keeping my finger in this one. Do we stand and fight Robotnik? <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, mom taught me that I stand and fight Robotnik. All right. The one thing she taught me. Page 20. Sonic's beaten the Egomatic before, but never in such foul conditions. The metal under his feet is slippery with rain. He's tired, and Robotnik's machine is armed with a fearsome weapon. This is going to be one of the greatest battles of his life. Sonic knows that Robotnik's new improved Egomatic takes eight hits to destroy. Mm. We got uh. two. He may have already hit it a few times in Robotropolis. You'll have to... 
you will have been told to write these hits down on his vital statistics on his vital statistics sheet to attack robotnik sonic must make must roll on his speed to beat a seven if he manages oh. it the egomatic takes a hit mark down each one on sonic's vital statistics vital statistics sheet each time sonic doesn't make the roll he misses the egomatic and must roll against his quick quick wits to beat five if he beats five he can attack again if he misses the five okay well let's start rolling we just need to get okay. two or higher okay uh christian let's start rolling we need eight more hits that's a four. We need All right. seven more wait, hits. Wait, wait, didn't we get one on him earlier? I wrote down. We had two from earlier. We just got our third, so we only need five more hits. Oh, sweet. Oh, what? We got this. Easy. Easy peasy. Connor, take him out <laughs> in one hit. I got one. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, we must roll quick wits to beat five. Christian, go ahead and roll that. We've got a three. We just need to get a two or higher. I got a two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we can keep attacking. Connor. Hiya! We got okay, I got a two. I got a two. Okay, All we're right. good. We're Christian. good. Christian. Got a four. Okay, Connor. Uh, I got a three. Ah. Okay. Just two more. Christian. I got a five. Alright, Connor. <laughs> you got Last this. one. I Be our hero. <laughs> By the yeah. skin of our teeth. Okay. Once the Egomatic, wait, wait a second. Once the Egomatic, once the Egomatic has been hit four times, turn to page forty-one. Ah, okay. Let's do it. We still hit this thing eight times. The Egomatic swoops out of range of Sonic's spin attacks. There's a wind of hydraulics just all over the storm, and the Zap Cannon twists around to aim at him. After when it walks onto Sonic, and the looped coils around the barrel begin to glow with energy, Sonic can leap onto the cannon and smash it before it can fire. He can dry and dive out of the way, or he can stand in front of the Technobot's controls and jump away from the energy beam so that Robotnik shoots his own robot. Alternatively, if he still has the lightning attractor, he can throw it at the Egomatic. That's what we do. That's what we do. Okay, 280. If you've got a special item and it gives you the opportunity to use it, you use it. Sonic presses the button on the lightning attractor. It begins to hum, but the hedgehog has already hurled it at the Egomatic. His aim is perfect. The small device flies through the air and lands between the edge of the cockpit and Robotnik's wide waist. <laughs> the portly pilot drops the controls and pulls at the attractor, desperately trying to get it away from his machine. He's still pulling when a streak of lightning arcs down from the black sky and strikes the Egomatic with a flash, and boom! Turn to page 258. Guys, I can almost taste it. Fried eggs, baby boys. Fried eggs. Explosions throw the Egomatic across the sky, almost dislodging Robotnik Robotnik and burning his mustache, almost dislodging it, but he's too fat. The machine is badly <laughs> damaged and smoke is pouring out of it as, as Sonic watches it drop out of sight. Below the level of the giant robot's round platinum belly, Sonic must do something quickening. The Technobot has just crossed the border of the Green Hill Zone and is leaving huge square footprints all over his home. The hedgehog dashes over to the robot's controls and looks at them. There's a joystick and pedals, buttons, switches, lights, and a bank of control cartridges held in place by a metal bar. Sonic also notices a small socket. He can try and steer the robot with the controls, examine the panel closely, or try using an air taxi collar if he has it. That, yes, we do. Okay, page 268. Boop. Sonic presses the button on the device and it bleeps. After a few seconds, a silver aerobot flies down and lands next to the control desk. Sonic can choose to get on it, but if he doesn't get on, it flies off. Alternatively, he can try using the Technobot's controls if they haven't been destroyed, or he can plug in a cable if he has one. Yes, if let's plug in like a good idea, he can watch and wait. Okay, page 
Page 98. Ooh, this is a lot of steps to beat this robot. <laughs> Sonic has a brainwave. He takes a cable, plugs one into the socket on the control deck. It's a tight fit, but he pushes it hard until it slides in, and the other end into his game gear. It fits perfectly. Now he can control it. He flashes you a smile and flicks the on switch. The screen lights up with the words, Platinum Robot Remote Control Initiated. <laughs> <sighs> Sonic lets out a, yeah, a loud Yahoo and presses down on the control button. The robot swings right and then left in response. It works. He can steer it with no problem, but as he quickly learns, there's no control for stopping it. It just keeps on marching. Which way should Sonic steer the robot? Towards the edge of the highest cliff in the Green Hill Zone, towards the deepest lake in the zone, or through the thickest forest in the zone? The, water. the lake! The water! Who do you mean that the water? danged rabbit who owes us seven bucks told us how to do it! <laughs> Finally, Johnny Lightfoot did something right for his once in his worthless life. <laughs> something useful from this terrible SNES ripoff of a rabbit. <laughs> the Technobot responds to Sonic's controls and begins to lumber its massive way towards the lake. All Sonic's friends have heard the robot coming and have scattered, leaving him a clear path as the gigantic juggernaut pounds its way forward. One of the huge feet lands on the beach, sinking deep in the sand, and its next foot is in the water. The Technobot moves slower as it wades deeper into the lake, and Sonic can hear snapping, crackling, and popping noises from below. The water covers the giant machine's knees, then reaches up towards its hips, and the Technobot stops. There's an explosion from somewhere underwater, followed by another one in the machine's chest, and it slowly starts to fall over. Does Sonic jump into the water below? Or if he has the air taxi collar, does he press the button on it? Yep. We press that button. Yep. Turn to page 189. Sonic pulls out the box and presses the button. An aerobot swoops down from the sky, falling towards the falling Technobot, and Sonic's half jumps, half falls onto its back as it flies past. He grabs the controls and pilots it away from the massive falling machine and up into the sky. The Technobot hits the water with an incredible splash. Huge waves race across the lake, breaking on the shore in sprays of surf. Sonic watches the robot's platinum body shake from a series of explosions, each explosion bigger than the last. At last, it sinks below the surface, and a final explosion blows a geyser of water and metal out of the water and high into the air, higher than Sonic on his aerobot. If Sonic has 50 or more rings, he can enter the bonus zone? Boo. We don't. Oh, we don't have it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sonic bonus zones. I hate it. I hate yeah, it so awful. much. Also, we didn't even get 50 <laughs> this entire campaign combined. I don't think so. we, yeah, I don't think in total yeah. we ever got maximum 50. If he doesn't have enough rings, he lands the bot on the shore of the lake. Turn to page 300, the last page of the book. Yes. Sonic's friends crowd around him, congratulating him on saving them in the zone. Everyone's there. Tails and all the friends he rescued from the traps and perils of Robotropolis, plus the ones that Robotnik hadn't captured but who would have been trampled and squashed if they hadn't stopped the Technobot. A ray of sunlight breaks through the dark clouds. Sonic looks out over the lake and sees the Chaos Emerald floating up into the sky. He'd forgotten about that, but it's probably safest back in its orbital zone. He spots a speck in the sky. It's Robotnik in the, rem in the remains of his Egomatic, still staggering through the air, belching smoke. It disappears over the horizon, and there's the faint sound of an explosion. Sonic laughs out loud and then stops as he's struck by a sudden thought. Half an hour later, everyone in the Green Hill Zone is enjoying an enormous feast to celebrate Sonic's success. There's much singing, dancing, eating, and merrymaking, but the seat of honor is empty. There's no sign of Sonic. No sign? From under a heavy tree comes a series of small electronic bleeps, crashes, and explosions as Sonic the Hedgehog lies on the ground playing his Sega Game Gear. <laughs> He's concentrating very hard. Finally, he gives a shout and waves the machine in the air. You can read the message on the screen. Congratulations, you've completed Botman! <laughs> the so, one that we destroyed? 
I mean, apparently we finally got our seven bucks from Johnny Lightfoot. Yes, that's what it is. We did. Come on, Sonic. Everyone's waiting for you, shouts Tails. <laughs> All right, I'm coming, replies the hedgehog. I about Tails. <laughs> <laughs> he switches off the game gear and gets up, and he notices you watching him. No problem, pal. You did a great job, he says. Sonic smiles, gives you a thumbs up, and speeds off to join the celebration. Guys, we did it, and we only had to cheat death twice. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's good enough for me. Oh, man, sweet release. Well, Brian Murphy, Emily Axford, Caldwell Tanner, you have my deepest respect for how difficult <laughs> this book is to make it through. Yeah, woof. Woof. Big woof. One. My jaw hurts so badly right now. Holy cow. Wild. Well, everybody, we <sighs> hope you've enjoyed this nice long bonus episode and the conclusion of Sonic the Hedgehog Adventure Gamebook 1 Metal City Mayhem by James Wallace. <sighs> Let's do some plugs. We've got a sister <laughs> podcast, I cast Fireball. We do Fate. We do Avatar. I'm tired of talking, so I'm just going to do a quick round of Jack of All Games. Uh, <laughs> because I am a professional Avatar The Last Airbender storyteller now, I've it's my duty to go back and play the Avatar video games. Uh, I decided to start with the Game Boy Advance part, the Game Boy Advance port of the original uh, game. Uh, it's quite a bit different. Like this was during that era where you have one version of the game that comes out for PlayStation, PS2, and Xbox, another version that comes out for PC, another version that comes out for DS, another version that comes out oh, for yeah. Game Boy Advance. So it's definitely not as much. It's like it's an action adventure sort of isometric game, not as action adventure as the other ones. It's, I would say, surprisingly competent as like a team puzzle game. The one where it's like, you know, Aang can swipe at boxes with his glider to make them blow across the mm. ground. Katara can freeze paths over over water so you can move. Sokka can hit stuff with his boomerang from far away. It's surprisingly fun. There are some boss fights at the end that are like way too difficult for the uh, <laughs> way the rest of the game has been going. But honestly, it's just a fun little game. I would recommend checking it out. Christian, you got any games for us? Well, I'm going to plug not Pokemon this time. <laughs> Gasp! <laughs> I think outside of the Pokemon genre, the game I have put the most hours in is actually just Skyrim. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I've definitely put a lot of hours into Breath of the Wild, but Skyrim is just so vast, and you can get lost in it for hours and days, and it is just a blast. If you like magic and you like adventure, just... yeah. If you haven't played it, I mean, it's one of the quintessential how? games. If you so. haven't played it, how? <laughs> I don't know. It, I've managed to do it somehow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah amazing. I mean, I only play, started playing it after I got in college. So, like, it's definitely... There are people out there, like like Ned. Uh, mm -hmm. But I really do recommend it. it I'll, I will say this. It's a headache and a half to get into because there's no real good tutorial. <laughs> you just have to, like, start you know, Googling stuff. But once you know what you're doing, it's so much fun. Facts. Right on. I am uh, looking it up on my Steam Deck as we speak, but Connor, while I'm doing that, what do you hey. want to plug? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug uh, The Lost Metal, which is the uh, book four in the Mistborn Wax and Wayne series. Uh, that's coming out in about a month. I think November 15th. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I have been... Uh, reading the wheel of time and i started book six today so i'm trying to finish that before the lost metal comes out but 
irregardless of my status there. I, I'm stoked. Uh, and then just a quick little game plug. Splatoon 3 is so fun, y'all. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty extremely frustrating sometimes, but a lot less so than the previous games. Also, it's just a funny premise. Yeah, you, you're a squid with a little gun. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, everybody, thanks so much for struggling through the end of this Sonic Adventure <laughs> game book with us. It's Ooh. been a wild time, but it's been a good time. I have not spoken that fast in a while. Mm. Ooh, heavy word count on this episode, but it's all worth it because you, our fans, the people who make this show possible are worth it. So I have been Ned, your host and person who is going to go rest his jaw for a long time. <laughs> and I've been joined by Christian Randall. Oh, I'm so sleepy. Connor Wood. Soon to be snooze master. Ooh. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. Woo-woo!